Hey friends, what's going on? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Ayin Aleph, Daf 71 of Masechta Yoma. Uh, Daf 71 kind of starts off talking about, um, like, I mean, kind of continue what we've been talking about, just like the order of the uh, different avodas and how do we know that the Kafu Machta, that taking out the Kafu Machta kind of, um, is thrown in there separately. And then uh, some interesting agaratas at the end of Ein Aleph and Aleph. And then we get to a new Mishnah, which discusses the um, articles of clothing of the Kohen Hedjot and the Kohen Gadol and the threads that they are um, composed of. So, comprised of? Composed of? Chava, let's begin on Daf Ein Amudbez. <coughs> Three lines from the bottom. Kidesh Yodav Okay. So, the Mishnah had said that after he puts on his gold clothing, his gold garments, his big day zov, and he does olasov olasaam, burns the emure chatas soyevachatas, <clears throat> so then he removes those. Well, he does kiddush shadayim. Uh, he does kiddush raglaim, removes those clothing, goes to the mikveh, puts back on his puts back on his big day love on his white garments, and goes back into the kodesh hakodashim to remove. The kafumachta, the spoon that once upon a time had incense in it, and the pan which had coals that he made the shidduch um, earlier, and he removes those from the kodesh kodashim. moyed, or so the pasuk says that a hiron goes into the uh, back into the beis hamikdash, and we want to say that this is what's uh, this, right that this is talking about uh, taking out the kafumachta taking out the spoon and the pan. Now, if you would just read the psukim simply, so it would seem that this was all just part of the same avoda, right? If you just look at the psukim, so Aharon does the avoda of Yom Kippur, then he leaves and he does his olas of olas So, the positive says, So the drasha is that actually this pasuk is a shtickle out of order. Let's go weiter shtickle. And we've seen this Gemara before. Where did we see this Gemara? Oh, apparently three places. I thought it was in one place. On Lamud Beis, Lamud Beis. Yes. Anyways. That the entire Pasha, everything's in order except for this Pasuk. That this Pasuk was after actually a little bit out of order because if you would just read the Pesukim, it would sound like he would take out the Kafu Machta before you know, this pasuk is with all the rest of the avoda in the Kodesh Hakodashim, and then it says afterwards, "Viyatsa revasa solasov ola saam." Then afterwards, he does his um, ola and the nation's ola, implying that all of the uh, service beforehand, including removing the kafu ma'achta from the Kodesh Hakodashim, happened together. Happened before he offered olasov ola saam. His ram and the ram of the nation. However, says of uh, no, says the Gemara that this is actually not correct. In fact, what happened was Aharon did all of the avod of Yom Kippur lifnai v'lifnim, and then he did olas of olas am, and then he actually came back to remove the kaf umachta, which we know already. We already know all this. My time. How come this pasuk is out of order? Amr of Chizda says of Chizda. Well, Gemira, we have a lachal Moshe Misinai. That the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur 
does Kiddush Adayim Raglayim ten times. He goes to the Mikvah five times. V'yomrit Kisidrun Ksivei, and if we say that everything is written in order, i.e. that he basically does all of the Avodas Yom HaKippurim Lifnayv Lifnim all at once, and then he does Olas of Olas Am afterwards, well then, you're only going to find three mikvahs and six kiddushadayim Meaning, if the Koigadol on Yom Kippur gets to the base of Mikdash in the morning, and he does the Tomit um, Shachar in the big days off, and then he switches into, right, and then associated with that, in whatever order you're going to say it is, but associate, meaning there was Machlokes of Meir and the Chacham, I think. But anyways, associated with putting on his big day Zohav are two Kiddush Adayim Raglayims and one mikvah, And then he switches into his golden clothing. and he No, and then he switches into his white clothing and does all of the Avod of Yom Kippur. And associated with that is two Kiddush Adayim Raglayims and going to the mikvah. And if we're going to say that then he simply switches back into his gold clothing and does the Elo Ve'ela'am, and that's it, and he did, he did Kiddush Adayim Raglayim twice when he switched back into his gold clothing and went to the mikvah once, well... We have a total of six Kiddush Adayim Raglaims and three Mikvahs. But we have a Lachal Moshe Misinai that there are five Kiddush Adayim, uh, there are five Mikvahs and ten Kiddush Adayim Raglaims, not three and six, five and ten. And therefore, how do you get to five and ten? Well, if you say that first he does the Talmud Shashachar in the Big Day Zob, and then he does the Avod of Yom Kippur, of Yom Kippur in the Big Day Lavan, and then he does the um, Elo Ve'ela Amun Big Day Zob, but then, he goes back into his big day lavan in order to take out the kafu machta. So now already he has to do kiddush adayim raglayim two more times in the mikvah one more time, and then after that he goes back into his gold clothing to do the tamet shobein arabayim. And with that as well, there's going to be associated two kiddush adayim raglayims and a mikvah. Well, there you have it: five mikvahs and ten kiddush adayim raglayim. So if we say that the pasuk that we, from which we learn out, a hiring going to take out the kafumachta from the Kodesh Kodashim. If we say that that was actually after he does Olasov Olasam, and therefore the Avoda in the Big Day Lavan are actually divided into two. There's basically all of the Avoda, and then he does the Olasov Olasam in the Big Day Zav, and then he goes back into the Big Day Lavan just to collect the kafumachta. Well, in that case, we have our five mikvahs and ten kiddush adayim raglaims. But if you say that everything is just, you know, everything happens in the way that everything is written, i.e. all of the avoda of Yom Kippur, lifnav lifnim, including hotzahas kafu machta, is all done together in the big day lavan, well then, he's really only switching uh, from the gold to the white to the back to the gold. You're only going to have three mikvahs and six kiddush adayim raglaims, and we need five mikvahs and ten kiddush adayim raglaims. Everybody got that? Good, let's go weiter. You hear the kasha? It's a technical kasha. How do we know that what divides the avodah lefnai lefnim and removal of the kafu machta? How do we know that the what's in between darin is the olasuva olasam? Maybe what's in between is um, the soyer naisa bechutz, the kind of musaf. So it says, Abaye, the Apostle says, that he leaves and he does his Ola, right? Ola 
that when he leaves um the um so the right, that when he leaves the heichal for the first time it's to do Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's not to do the um sarah and therefore it must be that what's dividing up the avoda the the, the right the avoda the fnaiv lefnim and the hotzas kafamachta is the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not the Khatas Hanaisa Bakhuts. Rava Omar says Rava Omar Kra that the Pasuk says Ufashad is big Abad. Says uh, says Rava that the Pasuk says that Aharin removes he takes off his white clothing. Now the Pasuk we have we've seen this before as well. That the Pasuk didn't need to say that Aharin removes the clothing that he was wearing. But does anybody take off anything other than what they're wearing? Mimelef, he's taking it off. He was wearing it. So why does the Pasuk have to say that he was wearing it? It means that he already wore them before. Meaning, says Rava, this is how we know that he would wear the big day love him when he does the avoda lefnai v'lefnim. But apparently there, he was also removing clothing that he already had worn once before. I.e. this wasn't the first time that he was wearing the clothing. So says Rava, what does this mean? It's not the first time he's wearing his clothing. So it must be that he wears the Big Day Lavan twice. And it must be that he wears the Big Day Lavan when he does the Avodah Lefnai Lefnim. Then he takes them off and does the Elov Elam. Then puts back on the Big Day Lavan to do Hotzah's Kafu Machta. And then later on, he removes those Big Day Lavan when he switches back to the Big Day Zav for the Tom um, Shubin Arbaim. So that's how Rava learns out. That he he you know that the hotas kafu machta is done separately. Maskif l'rabbar of Shila ve'ema demafsek lebisara nice bechutz. So rabbar of Shila asked the same kasha that Reb Zera asked a minute ago, which is how do you know that the big day lavan wearing is divided up by the elo vela? Oh, maybe it's divided up by the sara nice bechutz v'yotzav asa hoksiv v'yotzav asa. Period. That the, like, like we quoted a minute ago, that the puzzle says, Viyatsavasas Elovas Elaam, that when he leaves the, uh, um, Azare, no, that when he leaves the Heichel, he does Olasavasaam, not the, right, the first thing that he does is Olasavasaam, he's not going to be doing the Chata Sanai Sebachutz. Vuhalapashukul inemra ala seder, frekte gemara, wait a second. We said, Lamaisa, at the very top of Ein Amudal, Ein Aleph Amudalif, that's what the Gemara said all the way at the top of the Amud. That the entire parsha of the Avodah Yom HaKippurim is written in order, except for this one detail. That from the Pesukim it would sound like the Otsas Kafu Machta was done together with the rest of the Avodah Lefnim. But the fact of the matter is, it was done a shtickle later, it was done after the Olas of Olas Am. the Gemara, actually, there are other things that are written out of order. If we look at the Psukim, the Psukim say that they burned the Emurim of the Soyul Hashem and the Parachatas. It says that they burned the Emurim, right? Because we already learned that we rip out the Emurim from the animal and put them on the and burn them on the Mizbech and the rest of the animals burnt outside of Jerusalem. 
So if we look at the Pesukim, it says that first they would burn the Emure Parvesar. Vihadar Parachatas Vesarachatas. And it says, and only afterwards they would take out the Parvesar to burn them. So if we look at the Psukim, first you burn the Emurim of the Parvesar, and only afterwards do you schlep out the carcass of the Parvesar to burn them outside of Jerusalem. Now, that's not true. Because we learned that when would you burn the Emure Par Visoyer together with the Olas of Olas Ha'am, meaning in the big days of, after he already did the Avoda Lefnaiv Lefnim in the big day Lavon. Then he would put on the big days of, he would do the Olas of Olas Ha'am, and he would burn the Emure Par Visoyer. Now, we also know from our Mishnah that. At the same time that the Kohen Gadol was reading from the Sefer Torah, which we said he could keep on his white garments for if he wants, i.e., it's still, you know, it's like right after the Avodah Lefnai Lefnim when he's still wearing his white garments. He said, or he could wear his own white garment if he wants, but it's pre, it's before he puts on the gold garments and does the Olas of Olas Am. We said at that time, that's the same time that they take out the Pai Visayr. So it's clear from our Mishnayis in describing the Seder Ayom, that the Parvisayr would be taken out of Jerusalem to be burnt before the Kohen Gadol switches into the Big Day Zahav and does the Olas of Olas Am and burns the Emur Echata. So therefore, for the Gemara, there's actually other things in the Psukim that are out of order. Because from the Psukim, it, it's written that first you burn the Emur Parvisayr and then you take out the carcass of the goat and the cow and burn them outside of Jerusalem. But the fact of the matter is, you first take out these animals to burn them and only afterwards do you do the Emuri Pai Visayr. So Fakti Gemara, Lemaise, there are other things that are, that are out of order as well. Oichit. Vilu Anantanan, and yet we learn in our Mishnah, explaining as I was just saying, Haroes Koen Gadok Shu Kore, that anybody who sees the Koen Gadok when he's reading from the Sefer Torah, which is still in his big day Lavon, in Oroi Par Visayr Anisrofim, you're not able to see the Par, the, uh, what's it called? The, you can't see the Par Visayr Anisrofim because it's happening Toch Kedeh. It's happening at the same time. The same time that the Kohen Gadol is reading the Sefer Torah in his big day Lavon, they're taking out the Par Visayr to burn it. V'ilu emur echadus basar Whereas the emur Par Visayr are only being uh, burned later on, right? In the big days, once he switches to the big days of and uh, does the Olas of Olas Ha'am. Yet in the Psukim, it would seem that the Emori Parvisar is prior to burning um, the carcass of the Parvisar. You hear the Kasha. So it seems like there are actually a few things in the Psukim that are, that are out of order. Ema chutz mi zeve elach. You hear the you hear the tarots, right? So rather than saying that the entire parsha is in order except for this one pasuk, which refers to the Otsas Kafu Machta, say rather that beginning with this pasuk of Otsas Kafu Machta and onwards 
there are things that are out of order and there are actually a few things that are out of order. Okay? The Gemara asks a very legitimate kasha, which is, wait a second, we have a problem here. Either the Psukim are out of order or the Mishnais are out of order. We just automatically jump to the conclusion that the Psukim must be out of order. In fact, the Gemara, wouldn't it make more sense to say that no, the Psukim are in order our Mishnayis are out of order. Wouldn't that make sense? Amar Abaye, no, it doesn't make sense because Amar Kra, the puzzle says, Ve'a Mishalech, Ve'a Sarif. Ma Mishalech de Meikara, Av Sarif de Meikara. You hear the Teretz? That it says, Ve'a Mishalech, right? That when they send out the Sarif um, Mishalech to, you know, cliff, drop, and it says, Ve'asorif. And when they burn the Parvisorif. So it's like the same Lashon, right? Ve'amishalech, Ve'asorif. Now, when it comes to s- sending out the Sarif La'azazel, so that's clearly before the burning of the Emure Parvichatas. Because the, if you look in the Psukim, it says, Vishilach. Vashilach has a parachai or something. Right? Meaning, in the psukim, the sending out of the Sari Mishtalech is divided in two. It begins talking about sending out the Sari Mishtalech. It then talks about burning the Emuri Parvisari. And then it continues, Ve'amishalech, and referencing back to sending out the Sari Mishtalech that we began talking about prior to the burning of the Emuri Parvisari. Um, you know, and then it continues discussing the Sari Mishtalech. So, meaning, the point being that it's clear that the Sarah Mishtalech is sent on its way prior to burning of the Emure Par Visayir. And it says in the context of sending out the Sarah Mishtalech, it says, Ve'a Mishtalech. And that, as we just said, was prior to burning of the Emure Par Visayir. And when it comes to burning the Par Visayir, it says, meaning not the Emurim, but the, the carcass themselves, it says Ve'a Sorev, which is similar to Ve'a Mishaleach, and just like Ve'a Mishaleach, we're saying is prior to burning the Emurim Parvis Sa'ir. No, yes. So also burning of the carcass of the Parvis Sa'ir also precedes the burning of the Emurim Parvis Sa'ir, and therefore it must be that it's the Psukim that are out of order, not the Mishnayis. In fact, the Gemara, Adraba Masorif Da'ashta, Mishalech Da'ashta. In fact, the Gemara, wait a second, why are we saying that just like Ve'amishalech is prior, therefore Ve'asorif is prior? Why don't we say the opposite? That actually just like Ve'asorif is after, so then Ve'amishalech is also after. So Ve'amishalech to make Karimashma. So the Gemara says, no, Ve'amishalech implies that it's referencing back to the, what it began talking about prior to the Emuri Parvisayir. So therefore, it must be that sending away the Sari Mishalech is prior to the burning of the Emuri Parvisayir, and therefore, burning of the carcass of the Parvisayir must also be prior, and therefore, it must be like our Mishnah has it, which is that while the Kohen Gadol is reading from the Sefer Torah, that is when they are burning the um, Parvisayir, the carcass of the Parvisayir, and burning of the Emuri Parvisayir only comes later, which means that our Mishnah is right, and the Pesukim are out of order. Everyone got that, right? Good. 
Rava Omar says, Rava Omar Kwa, the Pasuk says, Yomar Chai. Now the Pasuk says that the Sarila Azazel needs to stand alive. Until what point does the Sarila Azazel have to remain standing alive? Achas Kapara. Until the Shas Kapara, until the time of atonement. What does that mean? When's the time of atonement? Period. That is, uh, you know, all the stuff that they do with the blood of the um, of the cow and the goat. Well, I guess really probably the goat in this case, the Sar Lashem. Meaning that once the blood of the Sar Lashem has been thrown on the, you know, by the Aron and the Parochas and the Mizbeach, all that stuff. So once that's done, so immediately you then send out the Sar Mishtaleach. Um, and then the burning of the Emuri Parvisar is only going to be after that. So we see that um, these things happen, that the sending away of the and that the sending away of the Sar Mishaleach happens before the um, burning of the Emuri Parvisar, which supports our uh, argument that the Psukim are actually out of order. Givaldik. Okay, if the, now the fellow who sent away the, who, who, who escorted the Sarah Mishalech to the cliff, so Rashi says it's the next day, so the next day he finds, you know, if he sees the Kohen Gadol in the market, Omerlo, he says to the Kohen Gadol, Ishi Kohen Gadol, Asinu Shlichuscha, we did your, uh, um, uh, what your, your mission? If he sees the coin gadol in his house, Omerlo, he says to the coin gadol, that the Abishter, we did the mission of of the uh, Abishter. So as Rashi points out, that kilu in the market we want to give kavod uh, to the coin gadol. So we say in the lashon of like Ishi Kohen Gadol, we did your mission. Whereas if it's not in public and he's just di- uh, reporting directly to the Kohen Gadol, so then he says that the, that we did the mission of the Abishter. Amar Rabba says Rabba ki maftuei Rabbanon meadali bepumpedisa that when the rabbis would leave one another in Pumpedisa to go home, Amar Yochid they said the following lechayechayim that the Abishter yitein lechachayim aruchim v'tovim musukarin. You hear that, friends? That when the that the, when the rabbis in Pumpadisa would leave one another, they would say that may the Abishter give you life, long life, good life, fixed life. I guess that's a good thing. Very nice. That the Pasuk says, I will walk before God in the lands of life. That's a place of markets, place where there's food to buy. Things that you need are available. That's a salich of Nea Hashem Ba'atzosachayim. Karech Yom Vishnoschayim Vishalim Yosifulach. That long days and years of life and peace they will add on to you. V'chiyeshanim Shachayim V'yeshanim She'enin Shachayim. Are there years of life and years that aren't of life? What are years that aren't of life? Omer Belazer Elushnosav Shaladam Mishapchos Olav Miral Tova says Belazer. These are a person whose life gets better and better. A person who maybe in the beginning of his life it was not so givaldig, but then it turns around and it's mamisha givald, and um, that is the pasuk of ki orichyam are when your life kind of comes alive because things just get so much better.
that upon you fires I recall that says these are that they're like women says Rashi that they're very mod, they're very unvisonin uh, very humble and kind of chilled out but they're they're very mighty like men alright Says if a fellow wants to do on the Interesting. You should fill up the throats of Tamil Chacham with wine. Interesting. Shinema as the says, ekra, that upon you like the fires of Nizbeach I will call. Wow. Interesting. So if you wanted to be that Ki'ilu, you're doing Nisa Chayain on the on the Mizbeach, so just give a lot of wine to Tamil Chacham. If a fellow sees that his children are not um, learning Torah so stark, he should marry the daughter of a Tamil Chacham. Shenemar, as the Puzzle says, that if his like roots are getting dried out, so um, what's that pasuk? Oh, there it is. Oh yeah, what's a kotzer kmonata? Okay, I think I read it more, more or less correctly. Anyways, so So if you just, you know, even just the smell of water, kilu, a little bit of water, a little bit of shtikel, you know, bnei Torah, so then it'll just bring those roots right back to life. So if you see that your children are not so stark um, with the learning, so just marry the daughter of a tamar chacham, and then um, just like that, they'll come right back to life. Okay. And then the Kohen Gadol would make a Yom Tif for um, his friends. So there was a, once a story with a Kohen Gadol who left the Beis HaMikdash after doing the Avod of Yom Kippur. And everybody was following him. Right? The Kohen Gadol just finishes the Avod of Yom Kippur and there was a big crowd. But when the crowd saw Shmaya and Avtayon, the Gedolei Ador, Shavku Ledidei. So they left the Kohen Gadol and went, Ba'azle Basu Shmaya Vavtayon, and they went to Shmaya Vavtayon. And then Shmaya Vavtayon went to the Kohen Gadol, and they got together. And so for us, Shmaya Vavtayon, they have two in the Kohen Gadol. And then when it was time for Shmaya and Avtayon to, to leave the Kohen Gadol, Omer Loen, so the Kohen Gadol said to Shmaya Vavtayon, Yesun Bnei Amamun, the Shlam. May the people of the nations go in peace. It was a shtach. It was a, it was a, a jab against Shmaya Naftayim. Because Shmaya Naftayim seemed to never, even though they're Shmaya Naftayim, the Gedolei Ador, the Zugis, they seem to have never been able to wave the fact that they're converts. I mean, it's just like follows them everywhere they go. It's so crazy. Like they can never prove themselves. You know, the, the Gedolei Ador, the, the Zugis, Hillel Azakin learned and, and, and froze himself on the roof of, of Shmaya Avtayun to learn from them. And yet, they every, it feels like every time Shmaya Avtayun come up in the Gemara, it has something to do with the fact that they, uh, that they come from Sancheirib. That it's unclear if either they're converts or they, or they come from converts. Um, <laughs> they can never seem to shake that. Anyway, so the Kohen Gadol says, I guess he was a shtickle insulted that everybody left him and instead went to Shmaya Avtayun. And um, so he says to Shmaya Avtayun, may the people of the nations 
go in peace, i.e., you get your 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 converts. Amule, so they responded to the Kohen Gadol, you know what? Yesun bnei Amomun lishlam the avdin uvda the aharin. Sure, let the people of the nations go in peace. But these people of the nations who do, who act like the way that Aharon would act, but may the children of Aharon not come in peace, or, 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 or rather than refer to the children of Aharon coming in peace, who don't actually do like the ways of Aharon. He said, I'd much rather be from the nation, from, you know, uh, the Bnei Amamin, the people of the nations who actually do like Aharon, like our legacy, much rather than be the, actually the technical children of Aharon who don't actually act like Aharon. Wow. All right. I hear that. Says the Mishnah. Of course, we know this, but here we see the Mishnah says, Kohen Gadol wears eight garments, Kohen Hajit wears four garments. The four garments of the Kohen Hajit are the Ksones, the tunic, the Mechnasayim, the Gatkis, Umitznef is the, the, the hat, the Avnet, and the belt. Most of all of Kohen Gadol, and then the Kohen Gadol has the additional Choshen, Ve'efor, Me'il, Vitzitz, the um, breastplate and the uh, apron, and the me'il, which is like this, um, I don't know, cool treles thing that goes over the um, tunic. Maybe the me'il is taka tunic. Uh, the other thing is clothes, shirt, robe. Vitzitz, as well as the gold sits that goes on his forehead. And when the Kohen Gadol needs to ask something from the Urim Vitumim, which is like a way to like ask things from God. Now the Urim Vitumim, I believe, were only in the first temple, not the second temple. So, so he would wear all the Shmona Begadim if he had to ask something from the Urim Vitumim. And now, you don't just ask from the Urim Vitumim for any Tom, Dick, and Harry. You ask from the Urim Vitumim if you are requested to do so from the, from the king, from the head of the Bezdin, or somebody that, you know, is need, needed for, that it's necessary for communal needs. Very, very interesting stuff. Tanur Abundance says the Gemara, Dwarim Shinera Boy and Shesh, Hutan Kafal Shisha, that any of the, you know, when it comes to the, to the Kalim of the Besamikdash, a number of, uh, Besamikdash or Mishkan, a number of them in describing the fabrics that they're made out of says Shesh. Now Shesh, I believe is, yeah, is, uh, linen. But we're, we're saying that whenever it says Shesh, it also means that each one of the threads was made up of six sort of fibers, six like sub-threads. Chutan kaful shisha. Mashzar shmona. Now, if it says mashzar, now often it says sheish mashzar, but if it just says mashzar without sheish, so then it is, each thread is comprised of eight threads. Now, based on that calculation, me'il shnei mashzar proches esim verba choshen ve'efod esim v'shmona. Based on that, um, you know, uh, reality, you know, calculation, that meaning, being that each thread was comprised of either six or eight threads, so then it turns out that the me'il was composed of 12 threads because it was basically two threads of six times two. Parocha says in that the parocha is the curtain in the Mishkan was made out of 24 thick threads. Choshen ve'efod esim 
whereas the um, breastplate and the right because I think it was the back of the breastplate um, or the setting for it and the uh, apron their threads were 28 thick How do we know that whenever it says sheish, that the they're going to be made up of six threads? The puzzle says that they made the tunic sheish, the hat sheish, I don't know what's the pyramid bows. I feel like it has to be the the gartel, the 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 belt, because like that's the only one that's missing missing by process of elimination. But I feel like pyramid bows is also like. The mitznefes. Why well, would say mitznefes twice and not the gartel? I don't know. As well as the um, uh, the gatkes habad um, sheish. Bad is linen and sheish is linen. So basically, it says linen sheish zom mashda. So chamisha kora ksive. So basically, it says linen five times in the pasuk. Right again. Let's read it again. Be'asu seksonas sheish. That's once. Ves mitznefes sheish. That's a, that's twice. Ves parimibo sheish. That's a third time. Ves mitznefes habad. Bad is linen, which is so that's the same thing as sheish, so that's four. Sheish masar, which is five. So chamisa kray ksive, chad gufa, the kitana neavu. So one is to teach us pashit linen. Okay. Vichachi echutan kaful shisha. One of them is to teach that each thread is comprised of sheish, of six threads. Vichachi ushizuin, one that they should all be spun together. One is to say, and all the other garments where it doesn't specifically say sheish. Their threads are also made up of six threads. The Chad La'akev want to say that it's Ma'akev. You got you to do this. If it's not six threads thick, it doesn't work. My Mashmadai Sheish Kitana Hu. How do you know that Sheish is linen? Amurab Yosi Brabchanina do Amurkra Bad. That when the Pasuk says Bad, Dovra Olet Menakarka Bad Bad. That Bad is something that comes out of the ground in like, um, one stalk at a time, which I guess is linen. Beima Amra. Why don't we say that maybe it's wool? That wool is like, you know, individual threads. Amra if tule miftzila. Well, the wool of sheep, it can split in half. And we don't want that. Kitana nami if tule maftil. But linen can also split in half. Kitana agav lakuse maftil. Well, linen only splits in half, I guess, if you beat it, then it splits in half. But on its own, it doesn't. So therefore, it's linen. All right. Ravina Abba Meacha. Ravina says that we learn it out from here. Pari Pishtim you al Rosham Mikhnase Pishtim you al Mosne. That the Pasuk Nicheskul says that the Kohanim would wear hats of linen and they would wear gatkis of linen. So we see that the gar- that these garments are made out of linen. To which Ravashi says, wait a second, how can we learn out from a Pasuk and Yechezkel that the Big Day Kahuna are made out of linen? What about prior to Yechezkel? What did they do? We can't just say that we know that the uh, uh, garments of the coin of the Kohanim are made out of linen because there's a Pasuk and Yechezkel. What about up until Yechezkel? What did they do? So the Taimich, so the Gemara says, wait a second, but that's not necessarily such a stark Akasha because had the of Chizdeh that which of Chizdeh says that the following statement we don't learn from the Torah Shabbat rather we learn it out from really we don't learn it out from the Chamisha Chamshitor we learn it out from Yechezkel that the Pazik says that any Kohen who is a Nudnik or doesn't have a Brismila so cannot serve in the Besamekdash 
That's a pasuk in Yecheskel. What about before Yecheskel? How do we know that Nunniks and people without Brismila are not allowed to serve in the Beis HaMikdash? Ela Gemari Gemiri Lo, Pasuk Yecheskel Vasmcha Rather, Halacha Lemoshim Misina. That's how we know that a Nudnik and a person without a Brismila cannot serve in the Temple. And guess what? That's also how we know that the garments of the Koyin, of the Kwanim are made out of linen. Halacha Lemoshim Misina. But, we have a Pasuk and say for Yechezkel that's an Asmachta, that we can say like, ah, okay, look, you see, it even says in the Pasuk, but that's not why we do it. We do it because it's a Lachal Moshe Misinai. There's a nice Pasuk in Yechezkel that kind of backs us up. But prior to Yechezkel, they were doing it anyways. So here also, Kilu, we know that the, the garments of the Kohen are made out of linen because it's a Lachal Moshe Misinai. And how do we know that when the Pasuk says Moshezar? Only mashzar, not sheish mashzar, but just mashzar. How do we know that it's made out of eight threads? Dixiv is the pasuk says vayaso ashule amiil rimoni tchelis vagom v'salashoni mashzar. That zok the pasuk that at the bottom of the meil of the kohen gadol there were these um, pomegranates that were made out of tchelis turquoise wool vargomon uh, scarlet wool v'salashoni and red wool I think mashzar that were all woven together. Now mashzar. So there's three types of threads of wools, and it was mashzar. How do we know that mashzar means that each one was made up out of eight threads? So eight times three, there were four would be twenty-four. We have mashzar because we have a gzeir shava that it says mashzar by these pomegranates at the bottom of the meil of the kohen gadol, and also it says mashzar by the parochas. And we know that by the Parochas, it was a total of 24 threads thick. Because each thread was 6 by the Parochas, and there were 4 types of threads. So that's 24. So, So therefore, also, when it comes to the pomegranates, we're saying that the threads were 24 thick. And since by the pomegranates, there were only 3 types of wools, so then 24 divided by 3, would mean that each thread com- was comprised of eight threads. But why don't we learn it out from the Choshen and the Ephod? Because it says Mashzar also by the Choshen and the Ephod. And why don't we say that just like by the Choshen and the Ephod, each thread was 28 thick. So why don't we say that by the... Um, what are we talking about again? Can someone remind me? The By the pomegranates, each thread was, uh, or why don't we say it's a total, it's going to be a total of 28 threads. The Gemara is going to say, well, how do you do the math? So the Gemara says, well, it doesn't say gold by the pomegranates. Right? The pomegranates don't have any gold in them, whereas the Choshen and the Ephod do have gold in them. But then the Gemara says, yeah, but I would prefer to learn out a po- right, uh, 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 right, the, the pomegranates, which are at the bottom of clothing, from the Choshen and the Ephod, which are clothing, rather than learn out from the parochas, which is like a tent covering, like part of a building, part of a tent. So rather, says the Gemara, you know how we learn out that the threads of the these pomegranates at the bottom of the meal were each eight threads thick? 
because we learn it out from the Avnate, from the Gartel of the Kohen. Vidanin Beged and both the pomegranate as well as the gartel are clothing, and neither one says anything about gold. Rather than to learn out um, the pomegranates which don't have any gold in them from the choshen um, ve'efod which do have gold. So therefore, we're going to learn out the pomegranates from the gartel, from the avnate. And just like the avnate is made out of 24 threads total, so also the um, pomegranate is going to have 24 threads total. And since there are three different types of wools in the pomegranate, so 24 divided by 3 is 8, so each uh, uh, thread of each type of wool is comprised of 8 threads. Rav Mari Omar, Rav Mari Hot Gizokht, Taisenu Ksiv, the Pazuk says by the Choshen Taisenu, make it, Taisenu Lazev Lola make it like this with 28 threads only for the Choshen. And I guess also for the ephod, I guess it says separately. But meaning, don't learn out anything else from the ephod, from the choshen at least, right? Meaning, don't learn out uh, pomegranates from the ephod, uh, from the choshen. Just the choshen was was the way it was. Don't learn out anything else out from it. Ravashi Omar says, Ravashi vasisuksiv, shiukol asios shavos. That it says, where does it say this? Vasis ah by the by the by the um. Pomegranates, it says Vasis, so you have to make it that everything about it should be um, consistent, should be symmetrical, the same. And if you want to learn out the pomegranates from the Choshen Ve'efod, now the Choshen Ve'efod were 28 threads total. Now, the pomegranate was made up of three different types of wool. So you're going to have to divide in three. How can you divide 28 by three and get an even number? How are you going to do it? If you say that each type of wool was made up of a thread that was 10 threads thick, well, well then that's 30. We need we would theoretic, theoretically be looking for 28 if we're comparing it to Choshen and the Aphod. And if you're going to make 2 of 9, so 9 times 2 is 18, and then 1 of 10, so that's how you get to 28, but but it says Vasisa that we want everything to be uniform and them all to be the same. Therefore, it can't be that we're learning out from Choshen and Ephod just because it would be impossible to do the math. Therefore, it makes much more sense to say that we learn it out from the um, Avnate, which is also tw- which is 24 threads. Um, and so therefore, the pomegranates are going to be 24 threads made up of three different types of wool. Divide 24 by 3, you get 8. Each thread is made up of 8 sub-threads. That was Daf. Ayin Aleph of Masech Yoma. Woohoo! Fun stuff, right? Right. So the Daf began talking about the um, the um, the Kohen Gadol coming back in to the Kodesh Hakodashim to remove the Kaf U Machta, and that is after he does the Olaso Ve'olasam. We said that right that 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 if we look at the Psukim, that particular pasuk is shtickle out of order because it looks like it would be written with the rest of the avoda lifnai v'lifnim. But the fact of the matter is that actually the elo ve'ela ve'olasa actually divides, or elo divides uh, that in half, kind of splits the avoda lifnai v'lifnim in half. So he starts out with the big day lavan, then he switches into big day zav to the olasa v'olasa and then he uh, switches back into the big day lavan to uh, remove the kaf umachta. We then had said that actually there's other things that are actually out of order in the psukim there because if you look at the psukim, so it says that first you burn the emure parvechatas and only afterwards you send away the um, 
and burn the carcass of the parvechatas. Um, but the truth is that you actually burn the carcass of the parvechatas first, and then uh, you burn the emure parvechatas. We had some interesting agaritas there. And then we got to a new Mishnah, which says that the big day kahuna of the coin gadol are eight garments, whereas the coin hedget is four garments. And um, then we just learned out like the different threads, whether they're six thick or eight thick. Um, yeah, so that was Daf Ayin Aleph. I hope you enjoyed. Cheers.